I'm pulling out of the parking lot. We all know what that means. It's time for another drive to work. And I took my daughter to work today. Okay. Today, I was going to do a top 10 list. But then I realized the topic I wanted to do required a top 20 list. So my first top 20 list. Normally, I do top 10, but but uh, I don't know. I decided that, that uh, this was worthy of top 20. So I'm doing top 20 creature types. So these are my personal favorite top 20 creature types. Now, my first copy that I always say is, on a different day, maybe the list will fall out a little differently. This is how it fell out today. Um, so anyway, starting at number 20, Lurgoif. So I just have an un, a crazy fondness for Lurgoif. Um, I'm not sure what it is. When, so the card first came out in Ice Age. It had my favorite flavor text. It's to, to, to date, my favorite, of all the flavor text I did not write, my favorite piece of flavor text um, that somebody else wrote um, was on Lurgoif. Uh, Akhan's run, it's for Lurgoif. Uh, last words of Safi, or Safi Eric Dodder's last words, I believe, is the uh, flavor text. That has inspired the card Safi Eric's Dodder, inspired the card Akhan's run. Uh, I don't know if, if there's many more pieces of flavor text that have inspired multiple card designs um, by me. Um, but anyway, it, the biggest problem with Lurgoif is no one knows how to pronounce it. In fact, I had this problem... When I was in charge of Odyssey, um, I was doing names and flavor texts, which meant I actually did creature types. And we had a cycle of cards inspired by Lurgoif, and the question was, were they going to be creature type Lurgoif or not? And I, I really I really had like this soul-searching, because the word no one knows how to pronounce it, it's just not a good word. It's, it's I assume, Scandinavian since it was an Ice Age. Um, but there's a history with Lurgoif, and so I ended up calling them Lurgoifs, but uh, I was very torn. But anyway... At number 20, uh, Akhan's run, I've chosen the Lurgoif. Okay, number 19, Ninja. Um, so Ninja's interesting in that we've only ever made like 10 ninjas. Um, and, and in fact, I think uh, they're all in Betrayers of Kamigawa, and then we made a few in uh, a plane chase or something. We made a few in a supplemental product. But that, that's it. That's our ninjas. Uh, and I believe every single ninja has ninjutsu. So one for one. I think it's a one for one. Um, I, I believe it will come a day. We'll find another place to do ninjas, and not all ninjas will have ninjutsu. I, I, I do believe in the long run. Um, I just what's not to like about ninjas? Um, they're they're sneaky and they're I don't know. They're fun. I like ninjas. Um, like one of the things you'll see today is I'm entertained by I'm definitely entertained by sort of quirky creature types. Um, there's some staple ones we'll get to, but uh, you will see that I. Like, ninjas just make me laugh. They're ninjas. I attack with my ninja. Doesn't that just sound cool? I block with my ninja. Anyway, that sounds cool. So, uh, I hope one day... One day, I, I think we'll have more ninjas one day. If, if multiple planes could have knights... Come on, multiple planes could have ninjas. Uh, okay, leads us to number 18. Number 18 is cat. Um, so, I will let you know, uh, in the cat versus dog person, I'm a cat person... Um, I've actually owned a couple cats in my life. Not a lot. I'm not giant on pets in general. But um, in, in my youth, uh, we adopted a cat that kind of came to our door um, that uh, just, we fed it. My, my, what happened was it came to the door and my dad and I fed it. My mom's like, don't feed it, don't feed it. And then it kept coming back because we were feeding it. Uh, and then eventually, I don't know, it got cold out. We brought it inside. Like, we took it to the basement. And um, But anyway, so I had a cat. And then um, when I first started... Uh, when I first started dating my wife, Laura, um, she had a cat named Tabitha. And we had that cat for a while. Um, 
eventually as the kids came along, um, we ended up giving the cat to somebody else, but, uh, uh, the, the, the cat did not respond well. Um, yeah, when the twins came along, the cat was like, ah, I'm not happy with all these babies here. And anyway, so we found it a better home. Uh, I like cats, uh, as a creature type. I think they're fun. Um, I did a bunch of cats or a couple cats in Innistrad and it went over really well. Um, well, mostly we did them just cause the idea of a black cat is, you know, very horror based. And so, um, and also like in the horror movies, you know, there's always that moment where like something's coming out. Oh, it's just the cat. And then you let your guard down and then obviously the real thing comes two seconds later. But, um, uh, anyway, uh, I like cats. Uh, um, in magic, cats are not just cat, like meow, meow cat. Uh, we also have a Leonin, which are lions and stuff. Um, I actually, I actually like, the reason I wrote this down is because I really, really like, like, the cat, the actual, like, meow, meow cat. Um, but I, I do like the Leonin. Leonin. I, I think they're pretty cool. So, um, uh, it's funny, uh, Miri, who was one of the characters I made for the Wedlight Saga, was a cat warrior because we thought it would be kind of cool to have a cat warrior. Um, Turns out the other people did not particularly like her, which is why she died. But that's a story for another time. Okay. Um, number 17, Phoenix. A bird made of fire. How is that not cool? How is a bird made of, a bird made of fire not cool? Um, Phoenix is in a really weird place because it's in red because it kind of has to be in red. Like, what other color has a bird made of fire? But the, the quirky thing about it is red really doesn't have creatures that come back from the dead. It's not really a red thing. Black does it all the time. Green does it some. We even let white do it a little bit. Um, but it's not really a, a red thing. But, like, phoenixes made so much sense in red. And the other thing is red's not really a flying color. I mean, we put dragons in red. So, But we just sort of said, well, phoenixes, like, how do you not put phoenixes in red? So just for phoenixes and dragons i guess well flying so red can have a big flyer in a dragon or a phoenix and red doesn't normally bring bring creatures back from the graveyard but okay phoenixes it can so like we made a lot of exceptions just to stick the phoenix into red so um but it it's kind of cool i mean one of the things we tried to do it, it's it is one of the creature types that has a very specific sort of um mechanical tie like, a lot of creature types can do a lot of different things, but Phoenix is like, they're going to fly, they're going to die and probably do some kind of damage, and you're going to be able to get them back. That, you know, all Phoenixes kind of fall in that, in that camp. And um, we don't do a lot of Phoenixes. We do them maybe, eh, we do them once a block or so. If, if, if Phoenixes make sense in the world we're in, we do, do them, like, once a block, maybe once a year. Um, but I like Phoenixes. Phoenixes are fun. Um, okay, number 16 tree folk i like tree folk um tree folk so one of the things i learned from uh numerous art directors is that tree folk are really hard to draw that it is the drawing sort of a it's a tree but it's alive and just making that look really cool is tricky not impossible obviously we've done it but uh it is tricky we did try for a while to make tree folk the green iconic um, but it just never really stuck. I mean, people ask all the time. I have people that are big fan of tree folk. Like, why can't tree folk be the green iconic? It's a tree. Um, but a combination of just, it's hard to make them cool looking. And we tried them for a while and it just, the audience was never really like, oh, yay, another tree folk. I mean, tree folk have their fans. I'm one of their fans. I put it at number 16. Um, but anyway, uh, when Richard first made the tree folks, by the way, actually in, in, well, pre-alpha, you know, in, um, 
in play t- original playtesting, they were called Ents, named after um, what they're called in uh, Tolkien. Um, but we ended up changing it over to Tree Folk, and that's what they are. And uh, anyway, I like Tree Folk. Okay, number 15. Number 15 is Vampire. Um, Vampire has an interesting history in magic in that um, for a while we, uh, we, we had the soul searching over what Black's Iconic is. Is Black's Iconic the vampire or Black's Iconic the demon? Uh, and they both were cool and people really liked both of them. Um, we ended up deciding to make Vampire a more characteristic race, which meant rather than being a rare thing you see once in a while at, uh, at higher rarities, it's something you can see at small, in smaller sizes more often. Um, now, once again, black is the embarrassment of riches because it has two characteristic races. We have zombies and we have vampires. Um, but what we've learned is not every world wants vampires and not every world wants zombies, so it gives us a little the ability to mix it up a little bit. Um, but the audience, vampires are pretty popular. Um, and they're kind of neat. The other thing about vampires is they have a lot of flexibility. They can fly. They don't have to fly. They can get bigger. They don't have to get bigger. You know... That you, you can actually make pretty small vampires, but you can make big vampires. And they actually have a, a decent amount of range. Like, what's acceptable for a vampire is... Uh, th- th- there's a lot of different things. Um, I enjoyed, in Innistrad, making red vampires. Um, I, I believe there will come a day where we do psionic vampires in blue. I think that's just something that, like, we need to find the right world where that makes sense. But I really, I really like uh, psionic vampires that, like, suck out people's memories. I think that's kind of cool. Um, got to find a world for that, but... Uh, I think it's cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, vampires just, they, they are, uh, I don't know, good, solid creature. That, uh, and, and, they're, and they, they are mostly characteristic, but we can still occasionally make the big, splashy rare out of them, too. So, anyway, they're very versatile, the vampires. Number 14, Wizard. Hey, it's a game called Magic. How about the creatures that make magic? Um, I, Wizard's just a, a good staple. I was happy when we did, um... When I've done head-to-heads with wizards, that wizards have done well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just like uh, the nice thing about wizards also is they can go in all the colors. So like, um, every once in a while, we'll try to do cycles of things in which we want to line up the cycles. And uh, there's a few creature types that we can run through all five colors, but not tons. Um, and wizards is one of them. Humans we can run through, and wizards we can run through. Um, but anyway, I like wizards. Wizards are definitely, like, the other thing about wizards is you tend to do, they tend to be smaller, but you can do more activated abilities or tap abilities. I guess taps are activated abilities, but you can do different activated abilities with them, and, you know, they, it's more like, it's not that they're great at fighting, it's that they can do things, and I, I think that's kind of cool. Number 13, fairy. So remember in magic, by the way, we spell it a little quirky. Uh, it's not F-A-I-R-Y, as you would normally see, like, in a fairy tale. It's F-A-E-R-I-E. Um, I'm not sure where that comes from. It's sort of the fancy. It's kind of like, you know, theater. You can spell E-R or R-E. It's, it's, I feel like we, we, we're doing the uh, theater spelling of fairy. Um, I like fairies. I was one of the people that pushed hard to get them into Lorwyn. Um, I think fairies are cool. Um... I personally like Magic's take on fairies, which I like a lot, is that they're a little more on the crueler side. That they're, the fairies are kind of mischievous and mean, and not not particularly like in fairy tales. A lot of time, there are. I mean, I guess there's a mix. There's mean and nice ones. We we don't do a lot of nice fairies per se in Magic, um, but I like fairies. Um, I mean, fairies have to always fly, or at least 
I mean, they don't have to always fly except we think people perceive them as flying, so we always have them flying. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I like them. I, 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 it's one of those creature types that I, I think we should do more than we do. Now, now that we need to do them in volume, not that like every set has to have a tribal fairy component, but I, I just think we could have more individual fairies. Um, I know there's people that really want us to get fairies into green, but really not being the flying color makes fairies tricky to do. So um, we shifted them in blue long ago. Really, they're blue black. They're a blue black thing now. Um, oh, real quickly, why don't I talk about this? Is what what colors they are while I'm doing this? So Lurgoyf, by the way, uh, we've done Lurgoyf in all the colors. Really, it's black and green are the two colors that really make most sense for Lurgoyf. Those are the colors that care about the graveyard and Lurgoyf. The flavor of Lurgoyf really is they care about what's in the graveyard. Ninjas have been black and blue. Um, I, I can imagine red ninjas. That, that seems like it could be. Cats. Uh, cats are often white and black. Sometimes we have cats in green, especially like jungle cats in green. Um, and we, we've done cats in red. We've done mountain-type cats in red. Uh, I guess not a lot of blue cats is really the answer. Phoenixes are almost exclusively red. Uh, tree folk are almost exclusively green. I think we've done one or two in black, but mostly they're a green thing. Vampires are primary in black. Uh, we've done them in red and Innistrad. Um, we've definitely done black and blue ones on like Ravnica. They're not any mono blue, but black and blue we've done. Uh, wizards are all five colors. You can see wizards in any color you want. Uh, fairies are mostly blue and black these days. Um, I guess that's a number 12. So number 12 is goblins. Who's not to like goblins? Goblins are fun and goofy. Um, I like I like some humor in my magic, and goblins are definitely one of the most humorous things we do. Um, goblins just lead to a lot of fun, quirky, neat stuff. So, um, and goblins are primary in red. Um, we have done goblins in black. We've done goblins in green. Um, we've done goblins in blue in Macadian um, masks. Although I would argue that that was probably a mistake. I, smart goblins. Goblins are not meant to be smart. I, I, I was not a big fan of that choice in Mercadian Masks. Uh, I like I like my goblins not so bright. Uh, and they're fun and they're, I don't know, they're, I like, the, the, the goblin sensibility we've come up with in Magic, which I like a lot, is that, like, their, their number one competitive advantage is they, they breed often and fast. And that there's always lots of goblins around. So they can, they can try things and they have room for experimentation because... Most of their experiments don't go particularly well for them. Okay, number 11, Elemental. This is another five-color one. All the colors have Elementals. Um, it's kind of a catch-all for us of things made out of whatever. Um, it's become a running joke that we've really stretched the definition of Elemental. Um, that, you know, like early on, it's like, oh, I'm made of wood or I'm made of earth or fire. And then it's like, I'm made of time. I mean, you know, it gets a little more esoteric. Um, but I do like Elementals. They are a great catch-all. Um, when I make a car that's in a weird shape or something, you know, it's like I can always fall back at Elemental if I don't know what else it could be. Um, but I, I do like the Elementals that look cool, and I like the idea of... Ma- it, very, it seems very magic to have creatures made out of things and made out of substances and stuff. Um, and there's some cool things you can do with it. And, I don't know, I like Elementals. Okay, now we get to my top ten. At number ten, werewolves. Um, I was very, very proud of the werewolf mechanic in Innistrad. Um, I mean, I was the person behind it, but uh, I, we really wanted to find a cool way to do them, and it really turned out neat in that werewolves come with this little game, 
and it's like, I'm going to play some humans, but guess what? They might become werewolves. Watch out. And my, it just puts my, my opponent on edge from square one, and it creates a, 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 little, a little game you play with werewolves. I, I, th- I think it's cool. Um, werewolves are red and green in Innistrad. Uh, before that, we made a few black ones. I can imagine. So people ask, will we ever make werewolves that are just one-sided again? The answer is maybe in the right world. You know, if there's a world where it makes sense. Um, I, 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 that they were so popular in Innistrad that it, it's funny. Like we, had, we were so successful with them, and they're so flavorful. It becomes tricky. Like we, we paint ourselves in a little bit of a corner, which is like anything less than the most awesome version we can do. People go, oh, that's not as awesome as werewolves. So uh, it's tricky. Uh, obviously. I mean, I doubt we've seen the last of Innistrad. Innistrad's a little too popular to never see it again. And I feel like when you visit Innistrad, you got to have werewolves. So um, there's a quite good chance that uh, we'll see werewolves in their Innistradian form again. Um, I just like werewolves because they're, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess that there's something fun about them. Like, I like them sort of historically, you know, in, in stories. It's neat, the idea that, like, you know, it's man that sometimes becomes a monster. But, you know, he's sort of... He can't control the transformation. I don't know. There's neat storytelling. Okay, number nine. Scarecrow. So I like artifact creatures. So this is, I have a couple artifact creatures. Or I have two. This is, I have two artifact creatures that are listed here. Um, Juggernaut almost made my list. It was on the short, the short version. Didn't quite make my list. But uh, I do have a fondness for Juggernaut. Um, I, I guess I have a fondness for the card Juggernaut, which happens to have the creature type Juggernaut. So... Anyway, Juggernaut was on my shortlist and didn't make it. Um, but anyway, Scarecrow is... I just like some of the fun stuff we've done with Scarecrow. I think Scarecrows have... They, they, they are weird in that they are endearing. Like, maybe because of Wizard of Oz. Like, sort of like you kind of want to root for the Scarecrow. But in the same sense, they can be very scary, obviously. So, um, I, th- I think they're a neat creature type for, for artifacts. Um... In Innistrad, I was going to do a big Scarecrow uh, tribal thing, but we just didn't have the space for it, so there's a few of them there, but we didn't really put any tribal support. Um, someplace, somewhere, there'll be some place where, like, Scarecrow tribal support will make sense, and I'll do it, and I think it's a cool it's a cool thing to do. So Scarecrows, by the way, are exclusively artifact creatures, not really in any color. Um, but anyway, I, I don't know, I think they're kind of a neat... Uh, they're a neat thing that clearly wants to be an artifact creature, um, but it has a lot of different ways you can go with it. Number eight, Atog. Um, this was my favorite creature. My first favorite creature of magic was the Atog. Uh, in fact, on the old uh, on the old bulletin boards, before I became Maro, uh, I went by Atog. That was my little... Uh, um, anyway, I... I am responsible for making, other than the very first ATOG, which I did not make, obviously. I wasn't even at Wizards yet. I am responsible. Let's see. The four ATOG I didn't make, but I turned it from a not an ATOG into an ATOG. I then made all the ATOGs to finish off that cycle. I made the ATOGs, the multicolored ATOGs, and the ATOG ATOG. So I've made the vast, vast majority of ATOGs. I'm a big ATOG fan. Um, ATOGs have some issues, and they're, they're not... Mechanically speaking, they kind of have to eat things, and um, the normal nature is you don't pay for them to eat things, and which, which makes them like mechanically they have some issues. But I, they're near and dear to my heart. I do love my little anagram goat. That, that's where a talk comes from, by the way. It's an anagram goat because he he ate everything with the idea, so he's like a goat. That's, that's for those that don't know, that is where the name came from. 
Okay, number seven, illusion. Um, I, I'm tickled pink. I, I really like the idea, especially because this is magic, that like I cast things, and as long as you believe them, they they, they can hurt you. Um, I, I really like the mechanic on the illusions that um, if they're targeted, they're sacrificed. So the idea, or I'm not sure whether they're destroyed or sacrificed, but anyway, they go away. The idea is as soon as you sort of try to prove it's there, you know, second you try to poke it, you're like, hey, wait a minute, this isn't real. But as long as you think it's real, it can affect you. I think that's kind of a cool thing. Um, I really have been wanting to do with more with Jason illusions. It clearly is in his power set. Uh, I've made, I've made illusion, illusion maker Jace, but that it's never quite made the, made it, uh, the light of day yet. But I, I do like Jace and illusions. Uh, I will get there eventually. Number six, Saperling. So Saperling is a creature type that only exists on tokens. I actually tried to once make a card that was a Saperling. Uh, and Brady Downeth, who was the creative director at the time, convinced me not to do it. That it's kind of cool to have Sapling be a token thing. So I think instead it was it, it was a card that instead of being a one-one, I think it made a token. Um, so Saplings are one of the few sort of like, like Lurgoif uh, uh, and Atogs are are, uh, are really a magic-only thing. I don't think Saplings exist anywhere but magic. And just the idea of plant-based creatures is kind of cool. Um, I, I think it's kind of neat that you know. How does, uh, saplings are mostly green. Uh, I think you've seen them, black might have messed with them a little bit, but mo- mostly they're a green thing. Um, and they represent sort of plant beings, like artificial life, but artificial life as, but it's a plant. Um, oh, you know what I didn't write on here? Uh, which actually, had I thought of it, might have made my top 20, is homunculus. I do like homunculus. I, when I did my search, I did not see homunculus. So, okay, homunculus didn't make my top my uh, top 20 only because I forgot about homunculus but I do, I do I'm a homunculus so as, as an honorary top 20 I'll, I'll say homunculus um, but anyway sapperlings uh, I just have fun I love tokens uh, and so I have, I have a fondness for sapperlings and uh, the, the kind of creature based the, the plant based artificial creature is cool number five mirror um, originally in um Mirrodin, I was going to use gnomes because that was the, one of the artifact creature types. And Brady's like, gnomes are, gnomes shouldn't be artifact creatures. I don't know why. Because look, I'll, I'll make you a new artifact creature. And he made Mirror, and Mirror so cute. Um, I'm trying to convince creative team that Mirror like can transcend Mirrodin. I, I, I like they're, they're a cute little thing. I mean, multiverse, the multiverse has you know goblins show up everywhere. Why can't Mirror show up in more places? But anyway, um, the Mirror is so cute, and I, I like artifact creatures. And anyway, I, I just the Mirror are endearing. To me. You'll find as we get down to the bottom of the list, there's things that are endearing to me that are near my top. Number four, squirrel. Um, if it was up to me, there would be more squirrels in Magic. Uh, in fact, I'm responsible for a huge portion of squirrels. Not just squirrels as a creature type squirrel, because Odyssey, I'm the one that puts squirrels in Odyssey, for example, but also just like showing up in art. Like um, I did the uh, card concepts for Ursa's Legacy and like, might of Oaks with the giant squirrel. That's mine. I'm like, we're going to show a giant squirrel. So, I, I'm not, I mean, there's tons of squirrels that Magic has made. Or there's a lot, of, not tons. There's a bunch of squirrels. I didn't make all of them, but but I was responsible for a decent amount of them. And I've definitely been one of the biggest squirrel advocates uh, in R&D. Um, the problem is, the creative team disagrees with me and believes that it's a little off-brand. That they're a little, they don't quite get the, I guess they, they feel they're a little too silly. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Anyway. Um, I know we occasionally do squirrels in supplemental products, 
but we don't really tend to do them in normal boosters. But anyway, I haven't given up the fight. Go squirrel. Number three, shapeshifter. Ah, I love my clones and my uh, my things that change shape. So I think the reason I love shapeshifter is I just story-wise I love it, mechanically I love it. It's just it's kind of neat to have things that can change their shape and be different things. And from a story song standpoint, I, I'm always fascinated by shapeshifter. So um, anyway, I I like shapeshifters. I. I uh, there will come a place in a time. It's one of the things where we haven't really done a lot of shapeshifter tribal, but I would love to find the world where shapeshifter tribal really makes sense, and I would do it in a heartbeat because I think shapeshifters are cool. Number two, oozes. I like oozes. Okay, this should be nothing new if you follow me at all. Um, I'm a big ooze fan, um, and I have made a lot of oozes in my day. In fact, if you play an ooze deck, um, uh, I have made a lot of oozes in your deck. I... I need to find the right place for an ooze lord. I, I think I should have done it in Gate Crash. That would have been the perfect place. It had Simic in it. Like, what's better than Simic for a place for an ooze lord? So I, I gotta find a place. I, I will find a home for it at some point. I, re- I really do want an ooze lord in Magic. Um, I think oozes are just a lot of fun. I don't know why. I'm not sure what about them. Uh, they gotta be chaotic and silly, and you can do a lot of weird things with them. And maybe, maybe I, I just attached with a blob from early in my youth. I, I don't know. I, I just. I'm a big fan of oozes. I don't know why. I don't know why I like oozes so much. I really, really like oozes uh, as a creature type. Um, and I try to make sure to, wherever I can, I mean, every set has oozes, but I try to put oozes in where the world makes sense. Okay, and the number one creature type. The number, or my favorite creature type. Not, not Once again, this is my favorite. It's nothing to do. There's an awesome creature type. Just because I don't name it doesn't mean it's not an awesome creature type. I'm just naming my favorites. So my favorite creature type is... Dun, 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 dun. See, you should know this, by the way, if you know anything about me. Is zombie. I love zombies. That's for, I, I don't know what it is. Um, it's funny. All the way back in Tempest, like, the very first competitive zombies I had made, just because I was so excited to make zombies. In fact, in Tempest Block, I made two one-drop, two, two one-zombies, or two two-zombies, that ended up making a... They, I mean, I, I didn't make Hatred, but uh, ended up making a deck. So, I mean... I didn't completely feel this, but I made the zombies that went in it, and um, they're definitely the, the very first deck that ever had zombies in it competitively was, I think, a deck was based on some zombies that I made. So um, I also wrote a very funny article once talking about uh, the premise of it. The article is called ICC Dead People, and the premise of the article is that each creature type has a representative that stays in contact with us to sort of talk about how they feel their race is being represented, their race or class. Um, and so um, I, the one I'm... It's a series of letters from Gark, who is a zombie. And he's the head of the zombie union or whatever. And so he writes to me... Um, the, the premise is he originally wrote to Richard, and then when I started, he, I took over, and he would write to me. And it really was me just going set by set of how good it was for zombies, of how, how happy or sad uh, Gark was uh, of the zombies. But it, it, it is a pretty fun article if you've never read it. It's called ICC Dead People. CC as in carbon copy. CC uh, colon. Um, but anyway, I love zombies, obviously. Um, it's funny if you can tell here what, what, maybe why I made Innistrad. Zombies and werewolves and vampires are all on my list, um, on my top 20 list. So, I don't know. It's fun. I, I love graveyard stuff. I love coming back from the graveyard. I, I think zombies is playing in flavor space and mechanical space that I enjoy. The funny thing, by the way, here's the interesting thing, is while I'm fascinated by the horror genre, I'm not a giant horror fan. 
Um, I don't really like watching things and getting scared because I'm, I'm very jumpy, for those who don't know. But um, my wife makes fun of me. They, I, I am so easy to be watching. Like, ah! And she's like, come on, that was a cat, you know. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, but something about, I mean, archetypal, I, like, I guess I like horror as a writer. Like, I, I don't like scary things, but I do like some neat stories with horror, and zombies are kind of cool. I, I love The Walking Dead, zombies, so. Um, I, I would argue that's not, I mean, it's a horror and that it has zombies, but uh, it, it's more than just sort of a horror film, a horror TV show. Um, but anyway, so that, my friends, so let's, let's recap my top 20. So this is with my top 20 creature types. So number 21, honorary mention, because I forgot it, I feel bad, it probably would have made the top 20, is Homunculus, which is so cute. I, I like them, they're very cute and artificial creatures. Number 20 was Lurgoif. Oh, wait, wait a minute, I didn't, wait, before I jump into my top 20, I forgot to do the coloring for them. Uh, Scarecrow was Artifact, Atog can be any color. Um, illusions um, mostly are blue. I think we they they might have bled into black once or twice, but they're blue. Um, Sapperlings are almost primarily green. I think black then once or twice. Mirror artifact creatures. Squirrels are green. Shapeshifters. Um, you see shapeshifters show up in other. It's primary blue. Uh, black occasionally does some shapeshifting. Green occasionally does some shapeshifting. Um, and I think we've done cycles of things. So, I mean, shift I think, showing up in every color, but not normally a red or white thing. Uh, uh, and mostly it's a blue thing. Oozes show up in green and black and red. Um, I don't know if we made a blue or white ooze, but red, green, and black all have oozes. And zombies show up in black. Uh, they showed up in blue and in Innistrad because they were like Frankenstein-style zombies. You know, uh, put, you know, pieces put together from the dead, made by science. Um, okay, so now let's, let's recap. So number 21 honor I'd mentioned that I forgot to mention was um, Homunculus. Number 20 was Lurgoif, Akan's Run. Number 19 was the ninja, the sneaky ninja. Number 8 was the cat. And I like all cats, but I particularly like the meow cats. Number 17 was the phoenix, the firebird. That is oddly in red, but I guess makes sense in red. Uh, 16 is the tree folk. Uh, the creature type that doesn't, that uh, very, very divides people. The people that love tree folk really like them, and the ones that don't are like, eh. Uh, number 15, vampires. Uh, number 14, wizards. Ooh, uh, cool wizards. Number 15, 13, fairies. Um, I, I will find a place, in, uh, fairies should come back, I hope. Uh, we haven't seen fairies in a little bit, I think, but uh, I'm hoping to find a place for them. I like fairies. Uh, number 12, goblins. I, I do believe, by the way, we don't do Goblin enough, and we do Goblin all the time, and I, I love Goblins. Number 11, Elementals, which are just cool and everywhere. Number 10 are Werewolves. Arr, werewolves. Um, number 9 are Scarecrow. Uh, that's another. That, that's a creature I'm looking for a home, by the way. I, I think there's some place we can blow out Scarecrows. Number 8 is Atog. One day, Atog, we'll find a way to get you back in a way you're not problematic. Number seven, illusions. I would love to do that. Illusions is another thing that I would love, like thematically, some set to really play around with illusions. I think illusions are really cool. Uh, number six, saplings. Um, we, we keep finding places for saplings. Number five, mirror. I will find mirror. I want to find mirror home outside of Mirrodin. I, I think th there must be a way. Uh, number four, squirrels. Oh, okay. I've not given up the fight for squirrels, but I'm not winning that fight. Uh, number three, shapeshifters. We will, we will keep having shapeshifters. Um, like I said, shapeshifters is a place that it's possible we could blow that out somewhere, some world where shapeshifters mean something more. Although 
we have to find a way to do it that's simplistic and not because shapeshifting can be kind of complex. Number two, oozes. And my promise to find an ooze lord. I will, I, I, I got to figure out where we're going where there oozes that make sense to have an ooze lord, but we will find an ooze lord. And number one, zombies. Brains. Um, we do zombies all the time. We, we love zombies. So um, of the stuff in my top 20 list, it's funny. Some of the ones in my top 20 list, like, like Lurgoyf and Atog and Squirrels are, are definitely stuff that like aren't that easy to do. Um, and then there's some like, you know, goblins and wizards and you know, we do it all the time and zombies. Um, but anyway, guys, that was my top 20 favorite creature list. So um, I'm sure, by the way, so, oh, things that were, that didn't quite make it. Things that were on my short list. Uh, rogues almost made it. Um, I mentioned that Juggernaut uh, almost made it. Um, I feel bad about forgetting about Humunculus. Um, I, I'm a big fan. Oh, my favorite creature type that no longer exists is Minion. I was very sad when we got rid of Minion. I, uh, if, the, if we can possibly, uh, if the stars align, maybe I'll see if I can get Minion to come back. I also really liked um, Town Folk, which is another one we got rid of that I like. Um, but anyway, guys, that, I'm, I'm summing up here as I'm driving into work. Um, that is my recap. So hopefully, guys, you enjoyed it. Um, I, I, one of the things I've learned is the creature types are this thing that everybody seems to love, but everybody loves a different one. That's one of the neat things about them. Uh, that's why I like changing it up and always doing lots of cool and different things. But anyways, thank you guys so much for joining me, but I'm now in my parking space. So we all know that means. That means is the, my end of, my, then, uh, the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. See you guys next time.